All praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and welcome to Kane's Christian Discussions slash the Duggan Kane Show. I am so excited to be able to be with you on this wonderful day. Now, a couple of announcements. As you know, used to we used to have a theme song that we used to do every show. However, the, the reason why we are doing this is because we... Last time on Kane's Christian Discussions, we got cut off. And I found out that last time that I can only record up to an hour on an episode. So today we decided we are going to do this a little different. There will no longer be a theme so that I can talk a little bit longer with my to my viewers. Last time we talked about radio etiquette in which um, I had a friend of mine who is a ride-along officer and an auxiliary deputy for Portage, Ohio. And by the way, we will be recording these episodes for 50 minutes. So I hope you all enjoy this show. And I'd like to, it is my honor, privilege, and blessing to introduce to my listening audience once again, Doug Prez. And Doug, I would like to welcome you to Kane's Christian Discussions and the Doug and Kane Show. for that but thank you for Doug I, I can't thank you enough for being back on and so so since you since you were we are going to refresh radio etiquette I would like you to take it away. Keep in mind 
but that's why you have to really be careful because sometimes if you're doing like paperwork, it's easy to hit. They're really sensitive, so you have to be very careful that you don't hit that. I had a I had a friend of mine who has a desk mic on the top of this ham radio shack, and he was doing some kind of paperwork or looking for something, and he triggered that that microphone, and you could hear him talking as he had it triggered and hear the papers ruffling, and good thing he didn't say anything inappropriate. Because it was like it was it was keyed down. So before anybody could call him and tell him, he caught it and released it. But it's easy to do. And then there's another microphone that you can use a headset. You put your headset on, like in the big fire trucks they have. The bigger fire trucks, they're up in the ceilings of the. Uh, so you, obviously you're not going to reach up. You pull a microphone down, right? You're not gonna do that. Right. So you're gonna put you put a headset on, and then there's a button right on the headset, and the there's a boom microphone. They call it a boom microphone. It's right in front of your face. So you hit the button, and then you can talk right into it. And that and that's just a click. You just click the button with your finger one time to talk, and when you're done, you just click it again, and it's released. Very simple. So they do have those, and they are uh, they're wireless headphones too. And you probably know you know what wireless headphones are like the type they might use for different different things. And then there's earbuds, and earbuds. Uh, I think all young kids know what those are. Like, yeah, and some of them use too much of them. Now me, I I never liked earbuds. I never did. And I don't use earbuds or headphones anymore because I have hearing aids. But I don't, I didn't like it because the earbuds, they tend to, I don't know about you, Kane, but they irritate, they irritated my ears. They kind of hurt my ears. And that's why me, I prefer headphones. That's me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Full headphones all the way. Because those, those earbuds, you know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, they, the earbuds, Oh my gosh, that's really interesting. Are you serious? Yep. They have. They've been known to cause air infections. Because, uh, think about it, it goes in right inside your ear. Oh my. That, that's very, that's very, very painful. And, which, yeah, and they've been known to researchers say that I found this out years ago, and that's why I put YouTube. Because you can. As long as they're fully padded, have good ear padding on them. If you can, if all possible, 
you know, take it off your mouth and talk into it like normal instead of using a speaker mic. Now, they, uh, use, like law enforcement, they use them. Some, believe it or not, some of the uh, construction workers and some of the different people use them. I mean, a lot of people like speaker mics. Now, that doesn't come with your standard handheld radio. Unless it's a, uh, unless it's a police radio, then it does. Or EMS radio, then it will. Um, now that, I can understand. Like if, like if the police are using it and they need backup right away, I can understand. Or in crowds. Uh, you know, Mardi Gras is coming up. Uh, today's the first day of Mardi Gras. You realize that? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, everybody in New Orleans, first day of Mardi Gras. Wow. When I want to go, to, when I want to go there, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. And the reason being is there's there's too there's too many uh, there's too many weirdos to use the expression, but there's too many people who go out and just you know they get drunk and all that kind of stuff. I not in the and can you imagine the crowds on Bourbon Street? On Bourbon Street. Yeah. So, yeah, so with the radio etiquette, uh, that's one of the things that I wanted to point out, too, is that you can use a speaker mic if you want, but when you get, like, say you get a, uh, we'll say a ham radio, for example, a uh, uh, handheld radio, anything like that, it typically doesn't come with a speaker mic. It doesn't. In some cases it does, but usually you're going to get the earbuds, most, most likely. Sometimes they have just one earpiece that goes into one ear, so you can keep the other ear free. And that's, that's another way. Now with me, I, I do not, I don't carry a portable in the pair, I don't, because I'm near a bass radio, and that one has a hand microphone on it. So it's easy to it's easy just to grab it and eat up. But some of the administrators, law enforcement administrators, have the desk mics that I talked about previously. And so it's really nice to you, you can have your own preference on what you want. But also with the ham um, radios, typically a desk mic doesn't come with it. A hand mic does. And mic automatically comes with it. Like the one I have has the hand microphone that come right with the radio. And but uh, you but so the yeah the desk mic is considered an accessory that you have to buy separate. Unless you buy it from somebody, sometimes it might it might come with one. But it's always going to have a hand mic. It's always going to. And, uh, so yeah, there's no, that you, uh, one of the things that you do is when you talk into a desk microphone, you don't lean forward into the speaker. If you lean forward into the speaker, it sounds really distorted. You can't understand anything that the person is trying to tell you or anything of that effect. You don't, you don't lean forward into it. You just, it's right in front of you. So you don't do that. You, you just hit the button and talk. And I have used a desk mic before. I have, and that was back. That was back when I used to help out with uh, a bus garage back there, back in the days when I was in school. If you remember that, and that was back in that time period when I used it. And that was when I would use uh, a desk mic because that's what they had. And it's easy for desk mic just to hit it and just press it and then talk. But there are people who get too far, too close to the mic, and it just blows your ears right out. It just, it sounds awful. Very, very terrible. You can't understand, like, some of the schools do that. Like, when they talk on the radio, they'll talk really loud and they'll sit They'll lean forward into the speaker, into the desk mic. You don't want to, 
do not want to do that. Now, me, I prefer a hand mic, but maybe eventually I, w I will try a desk mic, maybe eventually, just not right now. But I kind of like the hand mic because as long as I can use the hand microphone, the better off you are. And some of those are sensitive, too. Some of those are. And uh, some aren't. Now, the one I have isn't typically it's not sensitive. Where I can have it, I can have it sitting down, and I can maybe maybe bump it, and it doesn't really trigger. Let me see here. I got it together there. All right, now I know you guys can't see it, but I have my radio mic in my hand. The radio is not on, so I'm not going to disturb it. But if I do bump it, it will kind of trigger, like like this here. It will do that where I'm where I'm actually hitting it or like keying it up. So you have to really be careful. The best thing to do is to keep your radio microphone away from other objects, like close to the radio or on top of the radio or on the what they call the mounting bracket. And every every mobile radio has one the mounting bracket. This one here is on the side. I don't use that one because there's two on the side of it. I just put it on top of the radio itself, which is far enough away. So if I, yeah, so if I go to grab something or something like that, I'm not necessarily gonna, gonna trigger it. I'm not gonna bump it. And, uh, the hand microphone, the, uh, now as for handheld, yeah, those, obviously those are extremely sensitive. Speaker mics are too. That's another thing I don't like about speaker mics. You can bump it with your with your elbow or, or your thumb or you gotta move to do something. You can hit it, you can bump it. And it really gets annoying because you got the radio mic like keyed up. It's really, really what you call annoying. So I I consider speaker mics a nuisance unless I have to use one. Now, if I, with me being an auxiliary, <coughs> excuse me, an auxiliary officer, now if they required me to use one, then obviously I would. Like, if they gave me a handheld and said, okay, you have to put this speaker microphone on your shirt, then okay, you know, then obviously I would do that. But I, if it's an option, I don't. If it's an option, I don't use it. And another thing is, like, if you're listening, let's say you're in listen mode, like, say you're on the, you, you don't work for a business, right, and you want to listen to their radio frequency, and this is helpful for you, too, for you, too, James, because uh, anybody that has a radio, a handheld radio, or a, or a desk radio, a, a base radio, excuse me, yeah, if anybody has one of those radios, if you want to listen to a certain business that you want to hear, like whether it's your workplace when you're away from home, or a certain law enforcement, or whatever it may be, air traffic control, there's so many out there to name. You just can't possibly name all of them. There are so many taxi cab companies. What you can do is there's a setting on your radio that you can program it in. And you can set it to off, where when you hit the, uh, or when you hit the microphone, it will actually beep at you, where it's not going to trigger the frequency that you're on. It's just going to beep at you, and it will actually turn the radio to off until you let go of the, uh, until you let go of the microphone. So, speaking of that. I'm going to use an example of that, if I might. I'm going to turn on the radio here for a minute, I'm going to do that. So that way you guys can hear it. Since we're redoing it, I think it's important that I cover all the bases. How are we doing on time? Uh, we are in 19 minutes right now. Okay, so we're all right. Okay, so what I'm going to do, what I just did there was I just clicked the power supply, 
which also powers the radio. I have to click the actual radio to power that, to turn that on. So what I want to do is, now you're going to hear, now you guys are going to hear a little bit of a sound, and that's going to be me arrowing to a frequency that you can uh, transmit on. So here we go. Now you just heard that. 
It just it talks and tells you what's your what frequency you're on. But what Wood County Sheriff Man is, that is the main sheriff band frequency that the deputies talk on. There are two other frequencies that I have. Sheriff Two is where the villages talk, the smaller villages. Um, also, you don't want to do that. So that's what that does. And it will talk to you and tell you. So if you can't see your radio, some of them, it's either you, it's either, which I do, I memorize which one I'm on, but also be very careful as to which one, like, especially if you don't know your radio. Don't, you know, let somebody do it for you. Let somebody program it for you. Let them take care of that. Don't do any of that stuff. So, uh, so yeah, radio etiquette is a big, it's a big thing. You gotta really know, you gotta know what you're doing. Not all the way, but at least most of the way. Don't know how to use it. And you have to, and, uh, let's talk about charging your radios. Now, you don't want to charge your radio too quickly. The reason is because if you charge your battery too fast and you go to take it off, it can overcharge your battery. And then you got to get another, then you got to get a whole new battery for your radio. You don't want to. Those can be very expensive, yeah. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very expensive. You do not want an expensive battery for your radio. No. So, it's best to just let it go down like, like my scanner that I have the marks. And the marks stands for multiple, uh, counties, uh, system, multiple region counties, system. so it's all over the place, not just in Ohio, but everywhere, and what that is, is you can, is you can talk, the state patrols that, they can talk, um, and they can scramble, which means they can encrypt it, so, and what encryption means is when they do that, it's like a, you don't understand what they're saying. And the reason why is because they don't want you to hear it. Some of them, they do that. Some do it full time. Now, not around here, but different states and stuff, different people I talk to, they do it all year. They do it that way all the time. And that is irritating. Now, there is a site, a radioreference.com, where you can go on and listen to that. But that is also, that's unencrypted. That's not, that's not encrypted. So listen to it on the, uh, keep in mind though, on your, on your cell phone, and which you can get on your phone too, actually. Um, go in there and just go under your apps and download the, uh, broad, either the Broadcastify app or the Radio Reference app. Go through that and do either one. So then you can listen to, you can listen from state to state, uh, county to county, uh, pretty much all over, you can listen to. So, like, you want to listen to Chicago, right? Some people, I don't know why you'd want to. If you do, there's your chance. And put it on there and listen to Chicago Police and Fire. Uh, you want to listen to Toledo. It links to your situation. That's what you're closest to, right? You're closest to Toledo. So you can listen to, you can just click it over until it comes up. Uh, Lucas County Police, uh, yeah, Lucas County Police American Dispatch. And you can listen to it there. So, and if anybody needs any help logging in or how to get that set up, please, I don't hesitate to send Kane a message and I can walk you through it if you need help. If I can, if I can help you through it, I do know quite a bit about it. There are some things that I don't. But when you do go into that radio reference.com and you're, you want to click to the live audio tab, you want to click down to that because if you, so that'll take you right down to where you can even listen to Railroad. So if you want to listen to Railroad, uh, I don't know who'd want to listen to Railroad, but if you do, I mean, uh, you, can all, you can even listen to McDonald's drive through McDonald's and Burger King drive through and I'm not exaggerating there. You can. I never have, but I've heard you can. But 
If you want to listen to that, that's your guys' call. Me, I don't care who's ordering a hamburger. Uh, uh, may I just point out something before you continue real quick? Sure. I just would like to point out uh, a couple different things, actually, first of all. Number one, number one, uh, Doug is the actual one who created the title Radio Etiquette. And number two, you can, I did just publish the other one, so the other one may be on Spotify, the other episode that we did, um, but I wanted to redo it just in case because the other episode that we had recorded right on top of my last interview, which was Queen Sylvie's um, interview, um, but that that is why we are redoing this episode. So, Doug, before you... Uh, you one, but I want to thank you once again for being on the Doug and Kane show and Kane's Christian Discussions. Absolutely, yeah, no problem. That's why, too, I kind of ran out of time last time, so that's why we're going into more more in depth in the radio etiquette deal. So there are a lot of things. And another thing is, when you're, say you're connected, say you're hooking your radio up, right, and you, you don't want to, you very, very, it's very important to follow the instructions on your radio. It tells you to program a certain way, you program a certain way. Uh, you don't, now, once it's programmed, let's say that, now the radio that I just showed you, the one that talks to you, it does not have any <clears throat> buttons on the front. It has a... Uh, like a toggle switch, and that will navigate through the channels. And what I mean is it'll navigate through the frequencies, so all I have to do is pull it back or forward. And uh, so that's all I have to do in order to do that. Or uh, there's a simple, there's another way to do it. There's a scan button. It's on the bottom. Uh, hang off information correct. It is on the bottom of the uh, radio on the side. It's on the very bottom. I have two buttons on the toward the top of the radio on the side, and those are volume up, volume down. So there are no buttons. So once that radio is programmed, it can be fixed, but you can't do anything with it unless you have the cable. Cable. What the cable does is you plug the cable into your computer, and then you plug the other part into your radio, and then boom, boom, put add the add in what you want. So that's yeah. You might you might want to have somebody else do if you don't know what you're doing. But it doesn't take long to do it. Because some of the radios, most of them these days, they come with software, and you can program it that way. So. Yeah, that's very good, and that's and that's for darn sure that you do it. So yeah, anyway, about about the marks, yeah, uh, yeah, the state patrols and ODA they use it too, and a lot of people use it. But there is a fee for the ones too, not the ones who listen, ladies and gentlemen, not not us, not us. There's no fee for us, but there is a fee for who use that system. Why? Because there's so many people that are on it and they need to keep the maintenance up on it. And you can imagine how much that costs. I mean, I think the price of that would probably be pretty steep. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, the sheriff with Wood County, he doesn't, he will not go to March. He's on what they call Moto Turbo. And Moto Turbo, you can encrypt also, but that there's no fee for it. You, once you get that set up, after you get your equipment for it, you don't need to, you will not need to uh, pay a fee for using that system. So that's what MARCS is, and that's what it stands for. And it's, there's a lot, now you can get out farther too using digital modes. Like, like, say, you, say you're in Toledo. Okay? You want to get on the radio, you want to talk to Wood County, and you're using the uh, Moto Turbo. You can get out a lot farther because it doesn't have any static to it. There's no static. 
at all. There's uh, there's nothing to it. So you can talk into it, and it's either there or it's not there. Now, what I mean by that is, like, say you're by a brick building, okay? And that brick building can obstruct the signal on your, on digital. And that means then you might not be able to get out, or you're by a big flagpole, and that kind of blocks the signal. Now, if you're using analog, you can hear a little bit of something. And analog is what I just kind of showed you briefly with my with my mobile radio with my bass. That is uh, that that you can at least hear something. Sometimes you can hear static, but with digital, it's far more it's far more uh, complex that you don't that you don't hear that stuff. So that's your that's your radio etiquette. And like I said. Any questions on that, on anything, anything that I cover today, anything at all, send it to Kane, we'll get you an answer, and until then, you know, you know, if you get a radio, they're all different, so don't think that one radio is the same, and don't think that every radio is expensive, like, some of them are very, very expensive, don't listen to anyone that tells you Oh, you can't afford a radio. Oh, you can't afford a radio. Yes, you can, depending on what you're looking for. Now, if you get one of these, like if you get the SL300, the Motorola, the one I just demonstrated, but you get that, that's probably run you around $300. Probably. Roughly. That's not too bad. They get one of these whistlers that I have. Now, some of those are not about $500. I mean, would you spend $500 on a scanner? No. No. I didn't spend $500, but nor would my mom spend $500. Or, you know, my mom, she ain't going to spend no $500 on no radio. Because that's what I want. But I figure our time's probably about up. Uh, no, we are, we are at 37 minutes. Oh, good. So, so yeah, so... That's pretty much with the radio etiquette. That's that's kind of the proper way and the improper way to do stuff. So then, but then let's talk about the cheap radios for a minute. Let's talk about those. Uh, there are cheap radios. There are radios you can throw away. They're so cheap you can buy them, you can throw them away. Yeah. And uh, I have I have like one of those. Um, it's called the Bofang. The Bofang is made by our fine, by, by China, by, from China. It's made in China. So it's made by our friends in China. Our, our, our good friends in China. And before you they continue make, on, uh, yeah. I'd like to also say something else. You know, you, sure. uh, you know, a few minutes ago, you were talking about, you know, motor, motor turbo and, you know, the marks. I think one. I think one month we should talk about um, all when you're on. I think we should talk about all the radio systems that the uh, radio people use and stuff like you know. Oh sure, absolutely. Yeah, because there's because there's a because there are a few yeah because there's different modes too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, different ones that uh, how about yeah different ones with uh, ham with amateur radio bands and and the others. So yeah, we can cover it all that way too. Yeah, there's a lot of digital modes out there, and you just gotta find them. Um, with uh, with mine it's called uh, with mine is Moto Turbo, but I use what they call the UHF version, which stands for Ultra High Frequency. So you think Ultra High Frequency, you think, man, that's pretty high frequency. Um, and that with that particular radio. I can talk to amateur operators, ham operators all over the world. How cool is that? That is really cool. On a handheld. On a handheld radio. I can talk all over the world. Uh, I've made contact with England. 
made contact with um, almost all the states here, I believe. And uh, I, there's just so many people out there that are using that. And, the, and I wouldn't be doing that if they had, if it wasn't for my friend Eric, who has a repeater, which works worldwide, which isn't very far from me. Thanks, you know, uh, thanks to him, and he programmed my radio. So that's pretty, that's pretty darn neat, if you can do that. And it's, uh, it's called the Brandmeister Network, it's called. And Brandmeister Network is just another, just another network that you can talk, that you can link up to. And then there's another one, <clears throat> what's it called, um, Echolink. Now, Echolink... You have to have, you can't do it, though, because you have to have a ham license, and you have to have your, uh, you have to prove that you have a valid uh, call sign, and you have to send that to, now what the call sign is, is it identifies your, it identifies your uh, uh, amateur radio uh, station. And that station is your call sign and your call sign only. No one else can use that call sign. And I have, also I have one, we all have ham radio call signs that are involved in the ham radio world, ham radio community. Uh, like mine is, uh, usually they're pretty easy to remember, uh, depending on where you're at. Now you get up in the other countries, uh, some of them are, some of them are hard, some of them are. Um, like my call sign is KD8BWU. That's my call sign. And that's my ham radio call sign. Those are my call letters. And the government issues those to you. They do issue those. And how long is a ham license good for? Ten years. Ten years. I haven't had to renew mine yet. Uh, mine, mine goes uh, expired in two, uh, 2023. I got a ways to go yet. <laughs> I have one more. I have one more question for you before we continue on. Yes, sir. Uh, what is your favorite type of radio? Well, my favorite type of radio. I really don't have that much of a of a preference. I will use. I'll try any radio out, uh, but uh, the, the one I use, uh, my mobile radio is the Yezu brand, and it's a 2500, and I like that radio. It is. It's a, it's a good radio. It's an old radio, too, and it really does a good job. Um, also, my friend gave that to me also. He programmed it, so this is my first radio. So I will use, I'll use just about any of them. Now that SL300 that I showed you, that I demonstrated, that is actually, it's a business radio. That's like commercial radio, but you can use it for ham frequencies. You can. Uh, you can talk on it uh, with ham frequencies. So it's not necessarily just because it's for commercial, a commercial radio. What it means is it's primarily used for commercial use. Now, Eric, he has his own business where he does radios um, for a living. That's what he does for a living. And he does radios, he does security systems, he does telephones, he does, you name it, he does locksmithing. Uh, also, a substitute bus driver. So, what the heck? So yeah, the uh, yep, that's uh, that's pretty good. So the radios that they there's different radios all the time. You take your pick from whichever one that you wanna that you wanna use or whichever one you wanna try. Now there is another thing involved in ham radio, which is called third party communications. Now third party communications, you're probably thinking, oh my dad said hi, right? Or no, that's not the case. Third-party communications is, it means that 
tell you that let's let's use you for an example here, James. That you're that you're uh, available. You're uh, say you're here at my house, right? And I'm sitting in the same room with you. You could talk on my radio. You can. Uh, you can talk on my radio, and that's third party. My mom has done it. She has. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's a matter of getting her to do it, and it, but she'll do it. She'll come up and she'll talk on it sometimes. But you can't do it unsupervised. So if you have your own damn radio license, you can't. And how that goes is you, you study for an exam. And there's a site on the computer that you can take practice uh, exams from what they call the question pool, where you can read a, like, like mine is a, I'm a technician. There's three, there's three uh, parts to a ham radio license. The first one is a tech, which I am. And that means you can talk locally. Uh, and then there's like two meters for 40. Two meters, that's pretty local around around here, like say to Toledo or wherever that might be, wherever you might be. Uh, 440 is just another band that you can talk on. And then there's also 10 meters that you can use, which only have certain limitations where you can talk. And... In my case, now there's, now there's general. A general gives you your HF privileges where you can talk all over the world, which I can do being a tech, which I think is a waste of time. I can do being a technician because I have a UHF radio that I can do that, so I see no reason to get a general license. Now, it's just sometimes they'll try to push you to do that, but no, don't don't do that you don't want to. Do what you want. Do what, you know your own restrictions. You know your own limitations. You don't, you do what you want to do, right? And if you don't want to get your, like my mom, she has no interest in getting a ham radio license. She has no interest at all. She doesn't want to. Now one of our club members kept trying to push her into it. But that flew over like not very good. And uh, so, you know, you don't, and one of the things that some of the clubs will do, they'll say, well, now that you're a ham, you know, you, uh, you got to recruit other hams. Now we have, now the other thing to do, they join a local club, an amateur radio, a radio club, if there's one near you. And we have a I am actually the vice president of our radio club. I am. Yes. Uh, this is my third year. I've done it for three years already. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind that. And because you really don't have to do anything, really, except maybe run, uh, maybe run the meeting if the president of the radio club can't make it. That's all you do. Now, another good reason is to be involved with the club is because you, uh, say you run a problem with your radio, and you don't know anybody that can fix it. You don't know anyone. Well, somebody from the radio club can help you. You, you call somebody, you know, hey, you know, like in my case, oh, uh, you know, Larry, I got a problem, or Eric, I got a problem. I'll be able to look at it in a few days, okay? No problem. They come over and they look at your radio. Now, the other thing you do is you, you want to be nice to the people that come in. Maybe you should offer them a drink. Maybe instead of paying them money when they get done doing it, maybe give them a drink, which I do. I give them a pop for their work. Do I pay them? Yes, a little pop. That's my payment. It doesn't have to be with money. You give them some food, give them, some, give, them, give them a water, give them a pop, all the good. You don't have to pay them money. Now, if you, you know, if you send it to a manufacturer to get a fix, that's 
probably going to cost you unless you got the radio under warranty. And then that might not. I should have a really good friend who works there. Right, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, you gotta have a really, you got a really good friend that says, oh, hey, man, I got a discount price. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pick it up for you. And uh, that doesn't happen very often. No. No, no, I got a job to do, no. <laughs> and oh, you, don't, you, definitely don't, you definitely don't want that. Oh, my gosh. I got to tell you, man, time definitely does fly. And you are having fun. Doug, this has been an awesome night. Radio Etiquette was definitely a huge success. Unfortunately, we have reached our 50-minute mark. But I would like... But I would like... Is there any final words that you would like to say to our listening audience before we wrap things up? Absolutely, yes. Uh, If you have questions about any of the sites that I I gave, uh, then just... Let us know, and we'll try to answer it, especially the radio reference one. I find it very, very, very user-friendly because you can use that. You don't have to buy a scanner. You can do it right on your phone. Give it a try. Give it a try. See if you can't can download the app on your phone or broadcast by or radio reference. Because you can you'll find it very user-friendly, and so... Yeah, so actually, yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions, and don't be afraid to reach out, and also, that's going to do it. Thank you very much, guys, and thanks for your time, and Radio Etiquette, yeah, we'll talk about the systems here in maybe a couple months. Well, thank you, thank you again for being, um, for talking about this, and Doug, again, I want to thank you for being on Kane's Christian Discussions and the Doug and Kane Show, man, I really appreciate it. Yes, it is. And so this so, is... Oh, go ahead. So, so, you know, this way, this way they'll, know, this way they'll have be more informed rather than get the other one or not. Well, you're absolutely right. So, this is Kane's Christian Discussions. This is the Kane. Doug? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to say, Doug, say, and Doug. Uh, yeah. Yep, this is the Kane and Doug Show. You all have an awesome day, awesome week, awesome month, awesome year. Over and over.